one, and we're live, broadcasting everywhere. Welcome to the Jonathan Kogan Show, everybody. I am your host, Johnny K. We got a big podcast today, breaking news, breaking undercover journalism at its finest, caught on tape, exposed. Welcome to the Pfizer Files, kind of. Uh, so. Pfizer exposes a hashtag going on on Twitter right now. And that is because Project Veritas by James O'Keefe came out with this video that exposes from, let's see uh, what his name is again. He is uh, the Pfizer Director of Research and Development, Strategic Operations, and mRNA Scientific Planning. First of all, if your job title is that long, you should never trust that person, Okay. Never trust a person that's job title is literally two sentences. That is an automatic red flag, okay? Nobody can do two sentences worth of work. So first red flag. Second red flag is what this man says. He, like he's on a, I don't know, maybe he's gay, maybe he's not. I don't know. It's not, that's not part of the story here. He's like part of a, he's like on a date or not on a date with another guy, like friends. Not the point. The point is he let one of the cats out of the bag, as they say. I think that's what they say. So. There's variants popping up, right, from this uh, this airborne virus, you know? And uh, instead of waiting for nature to take its course, I got a better business model for you. Ready for this? A better business model is to actually create the variants yourself. And so you can create the remedy, also known as the vaccine, and you have a business model turning and burning till the end of time, baby. And will you get in trouble by the regulators? No, no, you won't. You, you peasant. Why would you think that? Because you don't think like an elite person. You think like a peasant. You think doing something wrong gets you caught. Uh, uh. In the elite world, you just go from big government to big business, back to big government, back to big business. If we haven't learned anything about Scott Gottlieb, I mean, come on, come on. We already know. Okay. They're all frauds. They go from like head of FDA to like, on the board of Pfizer, and then they get like airtime on CNBC. Oh, take this, take that. When they literally have a direct financial incentive to sell a product, whether it's for your benefit or not. And yet the people that expose the truth, like the Jonathan Kogan show and other creators and other incredible people, they say, Oh, we're doing it for money when we're not making a dime. And my whole reputation is getting slammed for the past years, dragging through the mud, coming out the other side. And now we are making it rain, baby. The truth is coming out because people are hungry for the truth. It feels like they're being lied to. They're waking up at record speeds and we're here to facilitate and give you the information you deserve to hear because I, I trust in you and your peasant mind that you can make your own decisions and use your own God-given, yes, God-given, whatever you think of religion or God, whatever, from the cosmos, your critical thinking skills, okay? You can do it, all right? Let's get into this video, and then we're going to get into this. There's some issues with excess deaths, and then also there's a new thing going on, this new phenomenon, that after flu season comes stroke season, all real, all real news that is only that's what we report here real news and nothing but that so here is um pfizer exposed for exploring mutating covid19 virus for new vaccines via directed evolution all right there's some you know there, there's a few different videos here the whole thing's 10 minutes we're gonna break it apart uh again this is from project veritas so go check them out james o'keefe go check them out unbelievable work well done this is an applause from the peasants all across the world 
That's a worldwide peasant clap. All right, here we go, baby. Let's do it. Pfizer ultimately is thinking about mutating COVID. Well, that's not what we say to the public. No. Wait, first of all, we skipped it really quickly, but what he said was, he's like, nobody, this, this thing just didn't pop out of nowhere. Like, there, it came from the city of Wuhan, where the, we happen to do it, where we have a lab, where we literally do, like, gain of function and bioweapons, blah, blah, blah. No, like, but it came from a wet market, like, right next door. Yeah, okay. Even he knows that's foolish, okay? Do we have proof of this? No. We just have strong opinions, okay? And it seems very odd that it's from a city where there's a laboratory that does this exact thing, but, yeah, it came from the market right down the street. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right, Fauci. People who are putting out tweets, by the way, I don't know if they're being parody, but they're kind of being real. This one guy, this is just a quick little tidbit. He's like, in his bio says, like, fighting for truth. And then his, like, top tweet was like, retweet this if you believe Fauci is a hero. It's like, is that parody? Like, I don't even know. But back to the story. This is Dr. Robert Malone. Oh, I'll let him finish this. Why is it bad for everyone else in America? So he's saying, okay, he's saying what we've been saying for many months right in the open. That is so obvious if you just open your eyeballs or your eyelids so your eyeballs can, you know, see the world, which is, <laughs> it just sounds so silly. It's like so obvious. Obviously, if someone is very powerful, like the head of the FDA and then goes and works for Pfizer, and then they have a financial incentive to get a drug passed by the FDA and their buddies are still over there. Or then they go from Pfizer to the FDA and then they have to approve a drug from their previous employer. They're, they're not going to be as harsh. This isn't like an independent review, okay? Just like we know that almost 50% of the money, or I believe it's 70%. I, I gotta get that. I'll get back to you on that one. Of the FDA's annual budget, hundreds of millions of dollars, comes from Big Pharma, a.k.a. Pfizer, all right? This is all a grand, obvious scheme that's been going on forever that we all knew. We all knew they were criminals. We all knew this. And for some reason, people got a lodged brick in their brain the past three years and forgot all that and thought that Jesus Christ or whoever you believe in, Moses Hosey Pocus, came back in a body of a corporation named Pfizer to save the world. Just think about how ridiculous that is. Come on, get your mind back. Get your critical thinking back. Let's get back to the show. 
Say it. Oh, people won't like that? What? You won't wait, 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 wait. You won't like that? You don't like the big pharma company giving you your solution is mutating the actual disease it's telling you it's treating itself? Why wouldn't you like that? No, you'll like that and you'll shut up and you'll stay in line and you'll take the mandatory injection. That is how this works. All right? I mean, this is getting to a tipping point where you need to wake up and realize what's going on or you just I don't know, man, woman, gender binary, whatever, non-binary. I don't know. I don't know what else to tell you. We got mountains of evidence of truth here, and I'm trying to help you, okay? I'm trying to help you. That's why I do this on the microphone every day. It's why I do the Jonathan Cohen Show. I do it for you. I literally do it for you. Like, I swear on everything. I do it for you. You understand? I care. Not big FISA, a big pharma, big FISA, whatever, needle-injecting bastards. Wait, let's be honest. Part of this experiment that are going on now, they actually went a step further. It's not on monkeys. It's on you. It's on humans. All right. That's the truth. We don't have long-term data. Obviously one of the pitching, one of the things I've always said, we don't have long-term data. Oh, no, 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 no. Now people are like, Oh my God, I didn't think about it. We don't have long-term data. Of course you don't have long-term data. It's new, but don't worry. They're building mRNA factories to, 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 to give out a hundred million plus doses in Australia and Canada, all over the world. It's absolutely bonkers. And just today, and I'll get in this after new, e new England, <laughs> great Britain has banned the COVID boosters. 
for um, uh, anyone under the age of 50. The U.S. still requires it to come inside the country, but in the U.K., it is now banned for anyone under 50. So the the USA seems to be the last country standing of keeping this stuff. It's showing who's the most corrupt country on earth, basically, and America is winning the contest. Oh, great. Yes. It's going to be a cash cow for us for a while going forward. It is a business. There is no problem with them trying to maximize their revenues, maximize their profits, and return the most amount of money to shareholders. That is what they are supposed to do. But at the expense of public health, there is a moral deficit that is going on here that we must address as a society. This is a broken system. It cannot function this way. If anything has been showed to us, the past three years, it is that this system is corrupt. It is not in the best interest of your health or my health, and we need to overhaul it and build new systems, period. Please continue.
At least he's telling the truth. It's true. It's true. Thank you, James. Very well done. That's good reporting. That's called journalism. For anyone who's out there who used to be a journalist or is a journalist in the mainstream or a journalist in the mainstream, aka a, a, a activist, uh, a political activist, hack, whatever, whatever the side of the aisle you're on, learn how to do journalism. This is it. You hold the powers that be, the most powerful institutions, the most powerful people in the world accountable. That is the point, and that is why a fair and free press is so important, okay? Because it is up to us, creators, journalists, independent, or with big companies, to hold people like Pfizer who have just have a virus now to create a cash cow, and they're bragging about it with job titles that are longer than my entire LinkedIn resume that is super sketchy in itself and then going on dates or friend dates or whatever and telling everybody what we already know and laughing in your face saying this is how it works. We have total regulatory capture and there's nothing you can do about it. And yes, this is great for business, but this is terrible for the American people and the people all across the world that are in team peasant, which is us. So we must hold these people accountable. Remember, Please try and think back and remember what it's like to be a journalist, okay? And if you're not a journalist, try and remember what it's like to use your critical thinking skills and to decipher truth from fiction. That's all I got to say with that. I hope that makes sense. We got a couple more important topics to go to go through, but that was very, very important, okay? That brings me to another question, which is excess deaths, which uh, has been trending on Twitter and is very concerning. This is from the Daily Mail. Was it worth it? America has suffered 300,000 non-COVID excess deaths since 2020 as experts blame lockdowns and delayed healthcare for spike in drug overdoses and firearm fatalities. Well, there are over 7,000 excess deaths from all causes each week and the, and only 5% are from the vid. Okay. Only 5%. So what is going on? And here's, here's, a, here's a chart, weekly deaths due to all causes. And there's a, if you're listening, there's a, uh, there's a bar, I guess a bar graph. And it looks, and it's like every week, and it shows you, you know, the total all-cause mortality uh, uh, deaths. And there's a red line, the average, like the, you know, the average over the past, you know, five years, ten years, what we expect. And 
in 2022. It exceeds it. Where it's supposed to dip, it's going up. It exceeds it every single week of the year, and it's doing it again in 2023. What is going on? And what's ironically interesting is weekly increase in deaths. Uh, the United States has a line that goes from like negative 5% before the pandemic to uh, almost about 15% positive each week and it's still there right now and sweden who did everything the exact opposite of us is actually going down towards it's at about five percent going down towards zero and we are at like 15 percent. we need answers we need answers okay we need answers that is so fair to ask when we were putting the death count okay on cnn every day for people to go to freak the world out, okay, and basically tunnel you in into a totalitarian society, but that's not here nor there. But death count, one, two, three, ready? Vaccination rate, one, two, three. Well, if all-cause mortality is actually, the, if it's, it's higher than average, we must have the same ticker, okay? And if we don't have the ticker, ask why don't we have the ticker? Journalists, wherever you are, remember, those are the questions you got to ask the most powerful people and most powerful institutions in the world and get answers for the peasants. We have no other way to get it. Otherwise, we do our own research. Some people go through dark rabbit holes that end up being totally false. Some people end up finding the truth on their own, and we're in these two chaotic worlds. Bring it together and join Team Truth. It's not that hard. Team Truth is awesome. Awesome. Way better than Team False. Last part, this doctor went in, in Canada, which is you know has a – they're all causing mortality and death rates are, are still really high each week. We don't know why. And like 48 doctors have died or something. But anyways, this doctor went on TV on a mainstream can, uh, Canadian news channel and said that he didn't know this, but starting last year, we now have this thing where after flu season, we have stroke season. What? He said after flu season, we now have stroke season. You can listen to it yourself. I didn't know we had this. Did you? And if you didn't, does it seem a little weird? And if it does, then we should ask questions. Here we go. I'll play a little bit. Here we go. Ready? Strokes and the flu. CBC News report. So what is this link between influenza, infection, and stroke? Yeah, I didn't know about this either until last year, but it turns out that after flu season, about three or four weeks later, there is a stroke season and like you said most of canada is uh, getting down off of a of a big uh, hump of of flu so now we're starting to see more strokes and a friend of uh, one of my colleagues actually mentioned that at work the other day he said have you noticed how many strokes we're seeing it's a lot more than usual it feels like so anecdotally we're starting to see that the good news is that uh, getting your flu shot reduces so that goes your right into asking you to get more shots. Okay. We're not playing that part. Did you know that after flu season comes stroke season? And if you didn't know that, like I didn't, then we should be asking questions. Shouldn't we? Because that sounds really weird to me. Okay. Stroke season doesn't follow flu season. Okay. They're trying to normalize crazy things. Do your own research. Learn stroke season does not does not follow flu season ever. Now it does ever since the last year. What happened last year? I don't know. Or just starting, you know, like, you know, over the past two years. And then uh, the other thing is, is that a big blame in the UK on the excess deaths each week is that people were, the older people were held away from getting their statins and healthcare. Well, then how do you explain the millennial generation? Okay. Which is like, uh, what is it like 24 to like 49 or 39 or something? Or I don't know, 19. I, I forget the age group, but young millennials who are the productivity output for the country, who are the most healthy, the ones in the workforce. 
How can you explain why their all-cause mortality is up? Why are more millennials dying every week than they than there ever have been? Why is that? Why are more millennials continuing to die every week? There's excess deaths every week from the millennial class that are working, who tend to be healthier than the ones who don't work, obviously. Why? Why are the insurance companies showing this? We need answers, and we need people asking questions, okay? Let's get to the truth. Let's work together. Let's join Team Peasant and realize we're all in this fight together, and let's get to the truth, okay? Good job by Project Veritas. Excellent reporting. Daily Mail, glad you're reporting excess deaths. Good to see you guys come around. And everybody else, thanks for listening to Jonathan Gogan's show. If you want to donate, go to patreon.com forward slash ownership economy. Subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Subscribe to Rumble. Go to jsk.transistor.fm and subscribe and follow every episode. We got a whole backlog of, of unbelievable podcasts. One of, and I'll, I'll just say this and then we'll leave. This is the number one apolitical podcast on the internet. If you want the truth and what's going on in the world with no political bias, with someone who does not believe in politics, so we can't even see it on this podcast, join this movement. We are bringing apolitical into the mainstream again. We're bringing it back because being political is lame. It's not cool. It sucks. It makes you know a hack, and then you start lying, okay? We care about truth, and we are anti-politics, okay? So if you're very political, this might not be the show for you. If you're pro-truth, come and join the club. The Jonathan Koga Show, at your service. Thank you, James O'Keefe. Thank you, everyone, for listening. God bless. And that is the end of the show today. And just at the end, it looks like the internet was giving out. So we might have got the whole thing in here. Thank you, everybody. I love you. Stay free.